Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the strength and courage in you to accomplish your big dreams and goals in your sport. No longer will you feel limited. You won't feel you're not good enough. You won't question whether you will make it. Those doubts will disappear because you will have the competitive edge over your opponents and leave them in your wake. And the bonus is others will notice. Listen up and take notes because I will show you exactly how to do it. Hey there, this is Tiff from Tiffany Micah Podcast and welcome to today's episode. At some point in the future, our sports competition is going to resume. We just don't know when because we don't have a firm date on that, but at, at some point in the future that's going to happen. And That's the exciting thing because even though we don't know when yet it's going to happen, we know that it's going to happen. So that's what I'm excited about. At some point, we're going to get to compete in our sport again. But the question that I have for you here today while you're listening to this episode is, are you ready, mentally ready for competition? Because I hope you are, because I was talking to a a really good friend of mine, I know I bring him up sometimes, uh, um, I call him Mr. Baseball, he's a good friend, we talk each week, and last week he was telling me about how his friends were, pretty much how they've succumbed to the COVID-19 in the sense of they're not training, they're not practicing any of their skills, they're eating crappy food, you know, junk food pretty much playing video games and just lounging around. And their interpretation of of lockdown was just to chill out and do nothing. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of taking time out and having a break because you'll hear me talk about that quite a bit because it's really important that you have to have a break because we need recovery time. And it's just as important as your skill development because we need to recover, get the body repaired, get the mind repaired, ready to continue on, right? So uh, having some timeouts, great. However, and this is a big however, it can be taken too far and it can be taken to the extreme. So when we're in this predicament of this lockdown that we're all going through or some form of restriction, some are in a much heavier lockdown than others. We're fortunate enough here in Australia that, you know, we're only into a, like a phase two of lockdown and, and because we've hit and, and tackled COVID-19 quite early, we're not having to go through some of the things that you're, you know, that maybe you and your country have to go through um, with regards to a complete lockdown. So we've been quite fortunate Um, so when we're in that predicament though, of some form of lockdown or some form of restriction, and we're, you know, we're told to look, stay at home, don't go anywhere, be safe. What, what can then happen is then when you stay at home, 
you could not do anything right and it's and it's so easy to do nothing it's so easy to do nothing and the hard part is actually it's it's really hard to make the effort and it's really hard to do the work and uh you know it it's so easy to make a plan it's so easy to set your goals but the hard part I always say this, the hard part is always going to be the work. So I know that I talked to you about goal setting and so on. Easy to set them, but the hard part will always be the work, to do the work. And I was talking to my 12-year-old niece, Evie, um, just before the school holidays when she was doing her online school learning because, you know, at that point the, the, the schools weren't shut down. The, the Prime Minister was encouraging everyone to go uh, the school kids to go to school, but the parents were choosing to keep a lot of the kids home. So my two nieces were staying home. And what was happening with her, it was that she was struggling, and you may have heard me talk about it before, she was struggling with getting her day planned and um, and we were working through that to help her structure her day better so that she could set the goals that she had to accomplish in that day and then in what order she needed to do them, what was the most important thing to get done first. And once we had done that for, we only did it for four days, she was much more confident with the structure and she was telling me what to do. So it was really cool. I really loved that. But um, I said to her, uh, and we, you know, we talked about when setting, setting everything out. And I said to her, um, cause you know, she doesn't like schoolwork. And I remember at the same age, the age of 12, the last thing that I wanted to do was go to school. I wanted to just play tennis all day. That was my dream. Right. And that's probably your dream. You just want to go and play sport all the time. And, and you know, she has, things at school that she quite enjoys and things that she doesn't enjoy you know you don't have to love school it's okay and it's only going to be a short part of your life because when you finish school you finish school you know you won't be going back but you never stop learning I'll just make that point but anyway we're talking about swimming and how she did a lot of swimming um and she does swimming training four to five times a week and I said to her you know, we talk about things and she says about how she wants to swim at state level and national level and all of that sort of stuff. And I said to her when we were working out the, you know, the plan for her schoolwork even, and, and I said, you know, it's easy to set a goal and it's easy to plan out what you want to do, which as you know, I'm a big fan of because, you know, I didn't have exposure to getting that structure and plans in place to help me accomplish what I wanted to accomplish early on in my sports career. And I said to her, as we were working uh, through the um, planning out her work for her school, schoolwork, I said to her when we were talking about the swimming side of things, like she's saying, you know, I want to swim at state level, I want to swim at national level and, and all of this sort of thing, which I think is awesome. You know, I'll support her every every step of the way. But I said to her, well, what's the hardest part in in doing that? Yeah, you want to swim at state level. Yeah, you want to swim at national level. And she, she thought about it for a bit and she said, well, actually, it's doing the swimming part. And I said, that's it, isn't it? It's actually doing the swimming. She said, that's really hard. 
And that's exactly right. It's actually doing the work, which is the hardest part. So you hear me go on and on and on about setting goals, you know, and I talk about setting goals for the day, setting goals for the week, setting goals for the month, the quarter, the year, about going after your big dreams in your sport. And I stress to you time and time again how important it is to do it. And it will be and it is a major part of your success and a major part of your development. So I will encourage you. You should be writing them out every day, what you want to accomplish. And most people, you're not most people though, but most people won't set their goals. Most people won't plan out their dream. Most people won't do the work. And the reason for that is, and this is the number one reason, is because it requires effort and it requires work. And you see that with people who are overweight, They want to lose weight, right? They don't want to be, you know, as big as they are. Some people, you know, have other issues about that. But generally speaking, people don't want to have be overweight, but it requires effort. They're going to have to change their eating habits. They're going to have to um, do exercise. They're going to have to change everything that, that they're doing and they don't want to because it requires work, requires effort, requires time. So the thing is, is though, that once your goals are set, whether it's been for the year, the day, the month, the week, however it is that you work it, the hardest part will always be the implementation of the goals. The hardest part will always be getting the results that you want. The planning is actually the easy part. The planning, yeah, takes a bit of time, takes some mental effort. But what else are you going to do anyway? Right? If you want your, your, your dream to happen, of course you want to put the mental effort into it. The more mental effort you put into planning, the more mental effort it's going to be much easier mentally also compete too because you're training your brain all the time how to use your head so it's doing the work that's the hard part and will always be the hardest part so that's that's why I'm saying to you today is like well how how are we going to get mentally prepared for competition even if we're not competing yet because you, you don't know when you're going to compete again. You don't know when your sport is, 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 you know, your sports association are going to open up the fields again and you're going to start training again. No one knows yet. There's no firm date because we still don't know when that's going to happen. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't have to be the thing that you're like, oh, well, I'm not competing. I don't have to work on that. Yeah, you do. Absolutely you do. And so what I want to do is give you some like three steps that you can be working on right now that was, that will help you in preparation of getting you mentally prepared for when the time does come to when you do compete. So I'm going to give you three steps, very simple, easy steps to do, but guess what? They're going to require effort. It's going to require that work. So work and effort's the same thing, but it's going to require that. It's going to require some mental 
things that you're going to have to do. It's all that effort, right? It's going to be time. You're going to have to put time into it. But if you want to accomplish what you want to accomplish, you've got to do these things. If you want to be mentally prepared and mentally um, ready for competition when most of your competitors won't be, you're going to be so far ahead of them, they're not going to know what's hit them. And that's how you want to approach that. So here are the three steps. Number one, hone your skills. So I want you to get your technical skills in your sport really sound. I want you to get your technical skills like the strengths, the ones that are your strengths, get them stronger. And get the ones that are your weaknesses, the problem areas, get them taken care of so that they become your strengths as well. You want to be solidly sound like every part of the various skills that you have in your sport. Get them good, okay? Get them real good. Number two, craft your perfect game plan. So what I want you to do here is I want you to write out the way in which you want to perform when you're back competing again. And I want you to write it out in detail. So how you want to perform, how you want the skills to perform, how you want your mindset approach to be, what what types of patterns of play are you going to execute. I want you to get that detail out of your head onto paper so that you can actually see, yeah, that's how I do want to be able to perform when I get to compete. Then the third thing that you're going to do, the third step, is I want you to visualize that game plan. So what I want you to do is I want you to spend 10 minutes each day seeing yourself perform the way that you have just written it out. And you'll find that 10 minutes over time will probably not be long enough. You'll probably find, oh, Tiff, come on, 10 minutes. I don't want to do 10 minutes visualizing what I'm just doing. You know, what a waste of time. Guarantee you it is not a waste of time. You are going to be training your subconscious mind into... This is how I want to perform because a lot of performances when we step out onto the field or court or ring, jump into the pool, whatever your sport arena is, you want, you're going to be working a lot off automatic mode because your skills, you know, you're going to be responding and and doing things and so on, right? So you don't have a lot of time to, to think. You'll be focusing on doing what you got to do in that moment, but a lot of it will be in automatic mode, right? Now, where does automatic, what's an automatic mode work from? Your subconscious mind. It doesn't work from your conscious mind, your subconscious mind. 95% of things that happen comes from your subconscious mind. So if you're training your brain, hear that? Training your brain into this is the, the perfect way in which I want to play, and you keep going through that process every day for 10 minutes every day, you're training it to what you ideally want to have when the time comes when you get to compete again. Hmm. And it's only 10 minutes. And you're like, oh, Tiff, please, not 10 minutes. 10 minutes will be the most, well, let's, let me say it this way. It'll be the most powerful 10 minutes that you spend in your day. But that's if you want to be the sports person you want to be. And if that's if you want to compete at the level that you want to compete at. And if you look at it, 10 minutes out of your time, out of like 1,440 minutes out of the whole day, 
Is that really a whole lot of time? It's not, is it? So that's what we're going to do. So number one, hone your skills. Number two, craft your perfect game plan. Number three, visualize. But remember what I said earlier. So this is the planning part, isn't it? You know, we're going to hone the skills, craft the perfect game plan, visualize and so on. But you've still got to write it out, haven't you? So So that's the easy part. But the hard part's going to be doing the work. But if you want to accomplish your sports dream, then guess what? You're going to have to put the work in because I want to see you accomplish your sports dream. I want you to see, I want to hear from you on that first day that you get out to compete again. You go, Tiff, you know, you send me an email or send me a message or through some form of social media, Instagram or whatever. Tiff, guess what? That worked. It prepared me so well. For, for, for competing. I can't believe how easy that was. Gee, I handled that so much better than everybody else on the team, or I handled that so much better than my opponent. Imagine what you could create. Okay? So I hope you enjoyed that. If you have not yet got a free copy of my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life, make sure you go and get a free copy. It's easy. All you need to do is go to tiffanymika.com forward slash free book and just go and put in your details and I'll send you a copy of like the real thing. Focus, right? We want to accomplish our sports dreams. It's all there. It's the lessons that I've learned along the way about what sports taught me to help you accomplish what you want to accomplish in your sport. Anyway, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard. And yeah, if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, love it too if you could share these episodes with your friends because we want to build a successful athlete community as big as we possibly can. So dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Take care. Talk soon. Don't go anywhere, just hang on. go anywhere. Let's crush it when we compete. Have you signed up yet for the Successful Athlete Masterclass? We look at what's holding you back, what skills you will need to succeed, and how to accomplish your sports goals. Go to tiffanymica.com forward slash Sam. Look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Let's crush it when you compete.